Okay. This is the story of Chorizo. I've been on the dating apps for a long time now. I mean, it seems like an eternity. <laughs> uh, it's funny to me because um, I did not think I was going to be single for this long, but I feel like I've gone pickier. Um, which is not what my track record would show because I go on so many dates, right? But um, nobody's sticking. So I had high hopes for this one because I'd seen him like a year ago, a year and a half ago. And he just popped up and I thought, man, I feel like he's a little bit too attractive for me. He's very active, nice muscles, but he's also um an academic right so there's like the nerdy plus the athletic combined and I thought this is great like this is the person that I want so he matched with me I was like what we started talking about fish tacos you know talking about regular tacos and talking about like what our first date would be it was like a taco taste test against like three restaurants and I was like damn this guy gets it, right? Like, just a feast of tacos. Me gusta mucho. So, I thought, like, okay, we're going to hit it off. I'm not the greatest texter, messenger, but, like, I can let it pass, you know? Um, If you're making moves, you're making moves. Like, if you've got dates every day of the week, like, can I be mad at that? Not really. Like, game recognize this game so we said friday night which i thought that's bold you know friday night that's reserved for pig leagues people that you don't like monday tuesday wednesday if you really just don't have anything to do thursday friday saturday prime real estate sunday is saying a lot because think about it that's your day to like reset because, you know, Monday is going to be the day after. You really want to have a bad date on a Sunday? No. You want to have a good date because then you get go into Monday rejuvenated. But if you have a, bit, a bad date on Sunday, that takes the wind out of your sails, you know? Like, you have a lot to talk about on Monday, you know? A lot of fuel um, talk about at the, uh, the, water cool, or the water fountain. What are they even calling nowadays? I don't know. I'm not with it, but you're refilling your water bottle and people come out like, how was your weekend? Psh, I had this awful date. Let me tell you about it. Great story. Now you have sympathy points. People are on your side. People talking shit about this ne'er-do-well. Gucci, man. Good date, even better. Because now you're like cruising into the week thinking like, good vibes only. Ain't nobody gonna bring me down. Where was this date? I don't know. It started off as like, yeah, this would be great. And then it turned out to be awful. Oh, what happened here, everybody? What happened? Let's have a recap. Yesterday, he came back to a home. Uh, he, he lives on the ground level. And the window of his ground level apartment got broken into by a tree branch. And it rained all day like 
Hurricane one level, maybe tropical storm like light happening, kind of rain and flooded his kitchen stuff. And he came home from work slash his PhD program to that. I was like, damn, that sucks. And this was right after he gave me his phone number. So I texted him and he didn't reply back. And I thought, this mofo is on a date with somebody else and he's like really into her. I was like, Am I mad? No, Celia, game respect game. But do I do I respect it? If I really like you, I don't know. So, anyways, so in the morning I was like, um, so tacos or not? Because um, I don't know if y'all know this, but Mississippi State and the rest of the SEC are starting SEC play in baseball, and this stuff matters. So. That was playing at 7 o'clock. We were supposed to meet at 7 o'clock for this taco tour. And I was like, uh, if you bail on me, like, I'm not going to be mad at it at all. I'm going to have a really good time, actually. Um, but he messaged me back and let me know that his apartment or his kitchen had flooded. And uh, it was not great. And he was not having a great week. He pre-came shots with his boss because, like, they had a lot of shit going on. I was like, oh, man, that sucks. So, instead of doing a taco tour of Beaufort Highway, we decided to go to this hole in the wall. Um, oh, man, as I tell the story and knowing what the outcome is, I'm, like, really sad. We go to this hole in the wall near my apartment. And, like, he likes the tacos, but I can't tell if he likes the tacos or he likes the tacos because he thinks I'll like that he likes the tacos. Like, I did a good job, and he knows, like, making me happy makes him happy, which is, like, not a bad trait to have in a husband. But if you're not genuine about your own happiness, like, that's not going to work out, right? You're just asking for an unhappy marriage or a divorce like 20 years down the road. Both people have to be genuinely happy in order to enter into a marriage. That's my thought anyways. Um, fuck, where was I going with this? Nuts and bolts. Is this even recording? Oh yeah, it's definitely recording. <laughs> Oh, so we go to this hole in the wall place next to my place. And I think, you know, before he said I was going to leave my car at his place and we would go do this taco tour. And I thought, this is definitely a way to lure back a woman, right? Like, that's so obvious. And he's like, oh, we could get tacos in your area. I'm like, oh, his place is flooded. We can go back to my place, which am I mad at? Not really. You know, like, game respect game. So... And, like, I was really attracted to his profile. Like, he's very fit. He has, like, kind of the same, like, bone structure slash smile as me. So, I was like, this could work, right? He seemed active or social enough. So, I don't know. Anyways, so I was excited. Anyways, we get, we go get tacos. He, like, really loves it. Mine is, like, okay, right? And I have picked out the tacos so he said he was gonna pick out the drinks so it's family dog because we knew they would have tvs i really wanted to watch the missy state game but college basketball march madness is on and like it's too good to not watch so everybody had the unc 
Wisconsin game on. So we're watching that kind of like talking and this or whatever. And we're having like a good time. Like we agree on things, right? So we only have two drinks there. And then we go, he's like, man, I wish we were at my place. Because then we could watch the Mississippi State game on like a big screen TV. Like that's what we should do. I was like, oh, my place is just like five minutes down the street. You should just come over. And I was like, okay. So we watched the eighth and ninth inning at my place and we won, which is great. But we decided to drink a whole bottle of wine while we're at it. And then like, of course, like I want to go to bed with him. So I'm like making out and I'm like, hey, this is too. I was like, let's slow down. So we started watching Midnight Gospel because I really wanted him to see this because he's getting his PhD in theology and his paper is on religious experiences and Midnight Gospel talks a lot about that. So I really wanted him to watch it, but he just wanted to make out with me. So then I was like, let's go to my bedroom. And then like, I actively think like we are definitely going to have sex. Like I, no doubt in my mind, was that going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it like just like Jimmy right where like I smoke too much and I drink too much and now maybe I'm hallucinating and now I see this like demon version of them and I think I cannot sleep with this person like it's too weird like I need to just take a breath calm down because obviously what I'm seeing is not real this is not what they actually look like he looked like Elliot from search party and it's not what he looks like in real life but it's like hella dark I can't see and I'm just like trying to imagine what he looks like and I can't remember and it's so bad like and now like I'm not even making out with the same guy and I'm trying to make out his face and it just looks like pure Elliot and I can't even reconstruct it to look like what I thought he looked like and I'm freaking out, and he had told me, like, a very personal, dramatic story, and I basically helped him relive that in, like, the worst possible way, and I was like, oh my god, I am an awful person, and he was like, you know, you were the one who made all these moves on me, and I was like, you're right, I initiated every single thing, and here I am thinking, like, I'm okay, with doing all these things because I really thought that I was but there's something that I have not been confronting and it popped up and this is something that I really need to deal with because I thought that I was over it over it or like that I could cope with it or deal with it and actually like I can't right and it comes out in this like fear right um, and I just apologize profusely, but he's like, I can kind of see what's going on and I don't really want this. Cause I'm like, come back to bed. Like, don't even like, let's not freak out. Like, let's just like take it slow. And like, I'm Gucci. And he's like, no, clearly like you're not in the right mind space for any of this. So like, I'm going to leave, which is probably a good thing. You know, like I feel just so fucked up over these past murders and I don't know why it affects me so much but every time I think about it I just want to die 
it hurts me so much and it feels like I've been trying to scream this for such a long time and like nobody understood what the fuck I was saying and now it's clear and it's like but still like we're not being heard so it's like how much louder do you have to scream before somebody hears you right and I feel like when we were like initiating I just felt like even though I knew he was gonna do that right like just felt like I was being raped because it just felt like this like are you into me because I'm Asian or I don't even know what right like but I don't think that he actually feels that way I'm just projecting that in and seeing what happened recently, it's harder and harder for me to not feel that. Like, is the only reason why I'm desirable is because I'm Asian, right? And is, so, like, like any time, like, somebody tries to bring that up, like, ask me where I'm from or, like, what my ethnicity is, that's why I blow up. Because it's, like, is there any other reason why you like me besides the fact that I'm Asian, right? Like, is there anything else? And sometimes I don't think that that's what it is. And it's some, and like when I feel that, right? Or I don't even know now. Like with everything that's happening, it's harder and harder not to trust people. And it sucks to have to feel that way, right? And so he left, which he should have. And I'm like really glad that he did it because like he was able to respect my boundaries, even though I was trying to say like, you know what, no, just stay behind, like, it'll be okay, he's like, no, this isn't okay, and the fact that, like, you shoved me off in the first place, and then now you're saying, like, no, it's cool, and it is, like, there's something wrong with me, and how do I verbalize that, I don't know, you know, except to say it, like, right here, right now, but it's a lot, and, uh, I don't know how to feel anymore, because I've been really carefree and very um, flippant about my dating behavior. And now and now it's become so much more dangerous where you can't just ignore your gut feeling. You can't just ignore um, the red flags. When somebody says something, they mean it. It's not a joke anymore you know you have to take it at face value because that could be the difference between life and death and uh anybody can paint a really pretty picture but what's the meaning behind that right what's the story behind the smile um you really don't know until it's too late sometimes and the precautions that we have to take are ridiculous that we have to even think about it but we do um it's it's a very real reality and for people to dismiss that is so tough saying that you're paranoid or that you shouldn't have to think about it or that you're asking for it anyways because of the way that you dress like what do you expect people to do i expect people to treat me like a human fucking being And I don't think people know how to do that anymore.
what makes it really hard to want to be human anymore is that nobody wants to do it. Everybody would rather take the easy way out, and anger is the easy way out. It hasn't helped us at all. And generations upon generations are taught that hatred. Because they think that that's survival and that's strength, but it's not. Everyone knows what loss is like. So why does anyone wish that pain upon someone else? <laughs> well, you know how shattering it is. Why would you ever want to do that to someone else? And you want to say that you should forgive that person because they were probably really hurting when they did those things. Like there was something truly wrong with them when they did those things. But there's not an excuse. There's no reason to take someone else's life. If you're unhappy, there are so many other outlets besides anger. So can we like find some way to teach that instead of that? <sighs> he wasn't born that way. He was he was taught that. He was educated in it. And at some point like the system has to be fixed. Somebody's got to stand up and be like, this is enough. <sighs> That's all I have to say. I love you guys so much. You gals. And I'm sorry that you might ever have to feel the same way that I feel. It's awful.
I love you so much.